0: 99 Jams. Good morning, everybody. It's your girl, Super Cindy. I hope everyone is feeling amazing on this Sunday morning. You know, on Community Matters, we talk about the issues that matter to us and things that are important, that are happening, that we got to bring awareness to. And this is a topic that you know we have definitely discussed before on community matters and it is a topic that affects all of us all ages all families all races all colors it has no color and it has no age group or anything but this is information that we definitely need to get out there and i am talking about human trafficking now january 11th is national was national human trafficking awareness day and right now I am speaking to the executive director of Glory House, Miss Betty Lara. Good morning, Betty. Good morning. How are you? I am good. How are you feeling on this Sunday? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me in your program. No, definitely. We definitely need to um, discuss this topic because it is a topic that is hopefully, well, hopefully it will, but right now it is not going anywhere. It's not going away. So we definitely have to, you know, talk about the signs, what exactly it is, to bring awareness to all the families that are listening right now, the young people, the older people, so we can spread the word to, you know, lower the numbers and lower the incidents because it is definitely a tragedy. And I feel like sometimes, if a celebrity is not connected to it or something big is not connected to it, it gets lost in the shuffle of news and, you know, circulating around the viral airwaves and everything. So let's talk about it. So you um are the executive director of Glory House. What exactly is Glory House? Yes, well, we are a uh, faith based
1: nonprofit organization. Actually, uh, this uh, last year, December 2021, was our 10 year anniversary. Oh, congratulations on that. Yes, thank you. We'll be celebrating uh, this month. And basically, we rescue and we help uh, and we bring hope uh, to survivors of human trafficking, adult survivors of human trafficking. Um, we, uh, basically, uh, work, we had a home open for four years and they could come to our home, our residential program. They could live there for long-term, uh, a lot of these, uh, women, uh, children too, of course, but the women that we see, cause we're, we work with 18 and over, uh, they're very traumatized. They have been trafficked for many, many, many years. So it takes many years to undo what has been done to them, uh, you know, not only in the time that they were trafficked, but also the time before, you know, in their family life. Right. Because it doesn't start when it, they, they were trafficked. Yeah. It starts in their home life. So,
0: so that's what, what exactly for those that may not really be aware of what is human trafficking? Yeah, it is. Uh, you know,
1: if, if you're coerced, if you're forced uh, into having sex, uh, you know, for money. Uh, this is, this is basically human trafficking. It is not prostitution. A lot of people say, oh, you know, that's just a prostitute. Uh, first of all, no one was born being a prostitute. That's number one. You didn't choose to be a prostitute. Just like you didn't choose to be a bank robber. It is circumstances in your life that drove you to make those decisions. So, uh, these women, uh, sometimes there's men, right? It could be, it could be boys, pimps. Yeah. Men are yeah. men are also. Um, exactly. Are pimps yeah. do not discriminate. It's all about money and power, right? So it could be boys. It could be women, uh, 18 or over. It could be, uh, the average survivor, uh, right now is 13 years old and it's getting younger and younger. So this is against your will. Uh, you're being forced to have sex, uh, in exchange, basically for money, and most of the time, the girls don't end up with the money; the pimp is who ends up with the money. So that's what well, that's what sex trafficking is.
0: I think a lot of people have a misconception that human trafficking happens like in small towns. That they'll go to a small town and kidnap a girl or you know or find some a young woman or young boy that's vulnerable a runaway but it definitely is very prominent right here in South Florida in a major city Am I wrong or am I correct? No,
1: you're absolutely right. And a lot of people have a a misconception that it's like the movie Taken that, you know, like you said, they, you know, come and they put them in chains and they hide them, you know, and, and there are cases like that. There could be Mm -hmm. cases like that, but it's, um, it's these, uh, pimps, uh, sometimes they hire students or they hire other people to lure Uh, young women in middle school, high school, colleges, universities. It can be in a black neighborhood. It can be in a white neighborhood. It can be in a very prominent neighborhood. It can be in a private school. It can be in a public school. So Mm -hmm. like you said at the beginning of the program, uh, it can really happen to anybody and it can happen here in our backyard in Miami, Florida, There's many places in Miami where human trafficking happens.
0: I previously had an episode. It was about, I think, two years ago. Um, And one of the things that the organization that I was speaking to said was something that you just brought up. It was a scenario where the pimp um, basically had a young student working for them. And they were the ones who would go into the schools or the organization or the sports event or whatever in the setting where there's young people and basically befriend certain people act like they're your homegirl their homeboy whatever and then be like let's go to a party on Friday night or whatever and then that's where they build trust befriend them and then that's where they get caught up like can you elaborate more on Maybe that scenario of how something like that happens. Sure.
1: Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, what was happening here in Miami Beach, right? There was they were having parties and they were offering girls to offer drinks, right? Just to carry the drinks in a tray. Uh, we'll pay one hundred and fifty dollars a night. Who doesn't want to make $150? Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's pretty, you know, that's pretty uh, amazing just to 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 serve drinks for one hundred and fifty dollars. Well, the next weekend, come on, come on. Let's you know, can you want to make another? And slowly but surely, they continue to invite them to those parties. Then they offer them drugs. Then they have to come back because they want more drugs. Right. So this is not this is not t- now they're addicted yeah now this is not trafficking this is just a party where you started to serve liquor Mm -hmm. now you're doing drugs now this is you know your boyfriend and oh you know let's go to the parties let's go to the boats and slowly but surely they lure them they pull them away from family they pull them away from friends and then before you know it no one can find them right one Mm -hmm. day three months later six months later It doesn't have to be a couple of weeks. It could be, you know, weeks later because they're offering them you know, free. Oh, you can stay at the apartment for free. Let's go yeah, shopping. The condo, the, this yeah. The that. condo, you know, the, the life, right. The wonderful life. And, you know, you don't, you know, you don't have to do anything. And so slowly, but surely. And of course they pray in the most vulnerable, because if you, like I, I said to you earlier, if you have a home life where you have maybe an alcoholic mom an alcoholic dad, there's a lot of strife in your home. Uh, one of the parents is missing. Uh, it, it could be a, a thousand things right i, mean, I don't want to be home I, you know no, i want to get out of don't home i want to deal with that let me go exactly, party let me go make 150 dollars serving drinks exactly exactly mm-hmm. so it starts uh you know you know what the bottom line is is these women are looking for love Right. They, they just want love. And so, uh, you know, these pimps are very smart and that's what they offer. They offer them time. They offer them whatever they want. And before you know it, you know, they're being trafficked. And now you got to go to, you know, now you got to lay down, lay with one guy and whatever money you make, you owe me. Because look at everything that I've done for you. And then now you got to go to bed with two guys. So like that, you know, that pimps can take five girls just five girls and sell five girls on a daily basis on a daily basis. I'm sorry. I said numerous times they can correct. Correct. Yes. We've had, we've had, we've had girls that have been sold, you know, 10 times a day. That's a Mm. normal, that could be a normal thing. Yeah.
0: People have also the misconception that like they ask the question, well, why don't they just leave? Why can't they just walk away? Yeah. What is the answer to that question? When people, you know, start judging the victim and saying she could just leave. Why is she still there? Yes.
1: Well, fear has a lot to do with it. You know, uh, we know where you're you know, when you know where you where you live, we can hurt your family. Uh, You know, we can hurt you. Uh, You know, we can hurt you. And a lot of these women, um, you know, they get stuck in that environment and they don't really know what love is they they think that love is because he paid attention to me because he bought a few things for me because he's providing a place for me to them that is love that's love Mm -hmm. and so some women do get a a, uh, you know i had a girl that was locked up in an apartment for three months and the guy left and he left the keys So she was able to get away. But for the majority, that was like one in, you know, that that's not your normal for the majority.
0: It's like they're very fear based or very controlled. What are maybe some of the signs that, you know, whether you're a student, a college student, high school, um, you know, a grandparent, a guardian of a young person? What are some of the signs that we should be? educating ourselves with that maybe wait a minute this situation might seem a little bit too good to be true at the beginning and it could end up on that
1: yeah uh well fearful you know young women that are you know fearful uh young women that could be branded or tattooed those are signs you Mm know uh young women that are with older men Right at airports, they train uh, personnel at airports to watch for young women to be with older men with no bags mm. or no te- or, or no phones you know what is a what is a 50 year old doing with a 20 year old you know what I mean yeah it's like that doesn't that doesn't jive uh scratches and bruises, you know uh we've trained uh you know nurses to, to um, you know, watch for uh, scratches, bruises, wells. Um, also, you know, who's outside waiting for them? You know, mm-hmm. or, uh, are they very timid? Are they very timid? Are they afraid, you know, to talk? Uh, anything, really, you know, where do you live? Um, uh, those are some of the signs, the recognizable signs that, you know, uh, people can can look for. Uh, A lot of people ask me, you know, hey, Betty, if if I'm, you know, if I'm walking down the street and I notice, you know, if I noticed something, what, you know, what should I do? And I said, be careful, because a lot of people want to take them out of that situation, but there might be a pimp watching.
0: Mm. So
1: don't you know? Don't just approach them and say, "Hey, you know, I can because I you <laughs> Exactly, they can help. So I'm going to give you a 1 800 line that yes, people indeed. can uh, can call, and that they can actually. Um, it's a hotline uh, um, for human trafficking, mm. and you can uh, report it. And it's eight 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 three seven three seven eight. Eight, eight I'm going to repeat that. 888-373-7888.
0: So that's the human trafficking hotline. Correct.
1: I would. That's what I would do. I would, you know, report it rather than, um, you know, I have. There was a lady one time that did pick up a girl and they called us, uh, but that's not. You know, you just have to you just have to be wise about it. Let's let's put it that
0: way. Yeah. Each scenario is different. Exactly. exactly. So explain to us exactly where is Glory House um, based in and what areas do you serve and what exactly it is that you do and how do you find the, the people, the victims that sure. go to Glory House? Yes.
1: Well, we like I said, we've been around for 10 years and the first couple of years uh, we had to raise funds, right, to get a house yeah. And uh, we did and we wanted to purchase a home, but unfortunately we didn't have the, the funds. So we rented a home, a mm-hmm. six bedroom home. It's actually right in the middle of uh, it was in the middle of Miami. Sometimes I have to be careful about, you know, undisclosed location. Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the security of, you know, the girls and sometimes the pimps are looking for them. It's in the 305 people. It's in the 305. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we had the house open for four years and we had 14. Girls go through the program. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are are allowed. This is something that they choose. Uh, They can stay with us for a year to two. Uh, We've had girls that have stayed for three months, and we've had girls that have stayed over a year because it we tell them every day: this is not a jail, there's the front door, you have a choice every day to either heal. And re rehabilitate, right? It's a rehabilitation program. You have to heal. You have to heal areas of your heart. You know, there's anger issues. There's depression. Oh, I mean, I, if I tell you, there's hundreds of things. You know, there is just so much trauma. Imagine having sex. Just, just imagine. I I can't even imagine. And I've been doing this for eight years. Imagine having sex with one guy. One one one. Uh, when one day f- with 10 men, men, the trauma mm. that that brings,
0: right. And how many days a week that's happening. Exactly. Like,
1: years. Exactly. So they live with us and, um, we basically have a pretty structured program. They, you know, they can study, uh, they have to do trauma therapy. A lot of them have to get medical assistance because they haven't been to a doctor in who knows how long mm. a gynecologist, uh, had a lady that had to go to get dental work. Uh, it was $5,000 because you haven't been yeah. to a doctor in years. You know what I mean? Um, they can get their GED. We have a very, um, um, curriculum. We have curriculum. Yeah. Uh, we had a, uh, we have a garden, you know, garden is very therapeutic. We have, you know, they can have fun too. You know, a lot of them, they've never had fun. They they, they teens weren't allowed to be young and teenagers. Yes, you know, a lot of them are, are little girls in the inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're in their twenties on the outside, but they're little girls on the inside. So they come, uh, and they come from different uh, parts. They can come from different even areas of the United States. Uh, we have a network of 177 homes throughout the United States, and we refer to each
0: other. So it could be. But how long- do you find how do you, how do the women or the victims find out? I hate calling them victims, though, even though right. they are the victims, survivors survivors? You can call them survivors. Yeah. OK, my apologies. Yes. How do the survivors find out about you or are they, if they get in the system of authorities, do they get directed to you? Like how do they find Gloria? Well, so when Homeland security,
1: they do raids or state state attorney's office or Catholic charities or other NGOs, which are nonprofit organizations. Uh, There's other uh, organizations here in Miami that take women, but not necessarily They um, specialize with human trafficking. We're specifically sex trafficking. That's all we do. Uh, But there's, for example, there's an organization here in Miami that does incarcerated women and women with children. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of the women end up in jail instead of the pimp. So then they call us to refer them to us. So it could be really anybody, uh, even some ladies, they go on the internet and they Google and they find Glory House and they call us, you know, and they have to do a, they have to fill out a referral form. We have there's a referral process. We can just take anybody in. Uh, there's a long process of coming from trafficking into a—I call it a, a life of freedom, right? Because you're 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 pretty much bound, right? So you, you get off the streets and you're not necessarily going to a long term pro- program like ours. You go into a 30, 60, 90 day program. Mm. Because a lot of the women, even though you and I would run, right, to get out of that life, right, we would think that, right? we, we yeah. Hey, I, you know, I don't want to be abused, you know, 10 times a, a day.
0: Um, a lot of them, they just keep going back to the life because that's all they've known, right? That's what I was going to say, because you did say that's their version of love, even though it's pain and heartache, yes. but they feel like. That was the only love they got their entire life. Because that's what I was going to ask you as well. As far as the women that are in the program or the or the survivors that are in the program, how many of them actually stay and then go back? Yes. Yes. That's, yeah. So let me
1: finish the, the, so the process and I'll go to that. Okay. So they can go into a 30, 60, 90 day program. That program, they refer to us because now they're ready for long term. Okay. Okay. Then we refer them to a transitional program because they still have community they still need people around them and you know they they still need help uh some of the ladies that lived with us have kids and then when they go get out of the house we reintegrate them with their children right or their families if, if, if possible so um A lot of women, they'll 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 they won't go back to the life. A lot of women out of the 14 because we have non-residential survivors, out of a lot the women that we've helped, I would say maybe. A, a very small percentage go back to the life because if if they've decided to go into long term, they pretty much they want to get out, uh, out of the life, you know, unless, you know, it's a pimp that's like really, you know, after them and they aggressive. find them and they contact them. Uh, or, you know, like, for example, I had one that her mother was the one that trafficked. That's wow. what she's known since she's 14 years old. And mm-hmm. she came to our home, lived with us. Went back to the life. Then she came back to us pregnant. So then she couldn't live with us because we don't take kids. We found her an apartment. She lived great for nine months and she went back to the life. Mm. So, you know, baby, uh, we actually uh, we just went through a court case this week and we have the baby. Wow. One of our volunteers adopted her baby, if you can believe that. That's like wow. a phenomenal testimony. And mm. it, she is the most, I'm babysitting tonight for her. Oh. I, ne- I never thought that we would, we actually help the children of these women as well. During yeah. COVID-19, you know, during the COVID-20, uh, yeah. when the whole, they all called us back. They called us, oh, my God, we need computers for our kids. We can't pay our rent. We have can't mm-hmm. pay our, our, so we helped them with all that. So even after years of them you know, now having their, you know, they have their jobs, you know, we have nurses that are, you know, practicing nursing. We have a one that's a, um, a, uh, manager of an office. They're, they're phenomenal survivors for real. These women are phenomenal, phenomenal <laughs> when they're on the other side. Uh, and so they call us, they called us and we were able to help them, uh, with them and their children as well. So we, unbeknownst to us, right. We thought that we were, we just going to, uh, help, uh, adult survivors, but, uh, they come and
0: the non-residential ones come with their children as well. So we, you know, we help them out. If now, someone is listening and interested in donating, um, to glory house, and maybe, I don't know if you guys take volunteers. Yes. Well, let me give let out me, that information. Cause we're yes. about to wrap things up.
1: Okay. Well, let me give you some wonderful news at the end of 2020, we had to move out of the house cause we had to rent it. Right. OK, after four years and at the end of 2020, we got a donation of six acres. So we're going to build. So we need money to build a, a new. God home. is good. Yes, he is all the time. All the time. <laughs> uh, they can go to gloryhouseofmiami.org. Again, gloryhouseofmiami.org. And uh, there's many opportunities for you to um serve with us and volunteer with us and um also to uh to donate and uh, you know if you want us to come and speak uh to your church or to uh you know we've spoken to the chiropractors about how to recognize signs to your, you know, whatever, to your organization, we are more than welcome. Cause awareness is, is a big deal for us as well, because we don't want, you know, children or kids to end up, you know, being trafficked. So, um, so yeah, they can go to our website to find out all that information
0: blessings. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> had to sneeze. So again, we had, um, National Human Trafficking Awareness Day already passed, but it was on January 11th. But I really think it's, should be human trafficking awareness day every day 365 days of the year because there's so many victims, young people, older people that are battling this big big battle. I want to thank you Betty Lara. She's the executive director of Glory House. So again, let me give out this information. If you're interested in donating, volunteering or getting more information about Glory House and all the awesome work that they do head over to gloryhouseofmiami.org and also the human trafficking hotline number is 888-373-7888 again that number is 888-373-7888 Betty any final words before we sign off yes well if you know something say something right
1: Mm-hmm. Uh educate yourself. Uh, you know, parents always say, oh my God, you know, now what do I do? Don't panic. Just educate yourself, educate your children and know where your children are and what they're watching on the computer, on their uh, cell phones, and on television. Uh, you know, so that they um they don't, you know, get they could get into trouble, right? So yes. that's what I would say. Know something, say something, you know, get involved, whether it's Glory House or another organization or just, you know, report a case if you see something.
0: Betty, thank you so much for all the awesome work that you do, all the awesome work that Glory House does, because these women and, and young girls and young boys really need you guys. So thank you so much. God bless all the work that you guys do. And we appreciate you so much. And I appreciate you being on the show and getting the word out to all our listeners. Well, thank you very much. Have a wonderful 2022. You as well. And and you can come back whenever you have anything that you want to promote or get the word out about. Please, this door is okay, open. We're going to have a yeah, we're going to have a fashion show in May. So I'll, I'll I'll
1: I'll circle back and I'll come back to you guys. I'll send you an email. OK, see you in the spring, summer.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Take care. It's a pleasure to meet you, by the way. Same here. Your girl, Super Cindy, Community Matters. This episode was produced by Dr. Delvina. We'll be.